0: hope right now. In the name of Jesus. God, this morning, touch Reverend Chester, Sister Chester out of the traveling. We thank you for this church still standing here after all this time. But God, this morning, send the word, Lord, that makes preaching easier. Thanks local. laying from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate, which is called Beautiful, to ask elms for those who entered the temple. Seeing Peter and John going to the temple asked for elms, verse 4, and fixing his eyes on him, John and Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Verse number six, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. You may have your seats. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, his subject is, a divine, a divine setup. If I can use for a subtick it said, if you want to see a miracle, meet me at the gate. Right. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus said, With man this is impossible. But with God all things are possible. Yes. When I think of the scripture, I realize that with man, it seems as though everything does not add up. It seems as though things does not come together. But when God steps in our situation, things begin to add up. When God steps in our situation, our bills are paid. Healing comes to our body. There's something about the power of God. Have you noticed that sometimes you go through a situation, but yet when God steps in, something uh-huh. begins to change. Right, yeah. When God steps in your situation, it seems as though all of the rain and the tears that you were feeling, sunshine begins to flow. Yeah. It seems as though as that things may seem impossible, but we serve a God who is able to do the impossible. Yeah. We serve a God who woke us up this morning. We serve a God who started us on our way. We serve a God who was able to bring us to the house of Lord. That is a reason to praise him. That is a reason to say thank you. I know that men have limited power, but God has unlimited power power. He's able to bring you out of a situation. He's able to bring you through storms. Have you noticed that some people deny the power of God? They live in fear. But we know as Christian believers, we stand on the word of faith. We stand on faith because we know that we trust in the Lord. The scripture says some trust in the horses, some trust in chapel. Who will trust the name of the Lord? There's something about the name of Jesus. Here we are in the book of Acts. The book of Acts is a very powerful book of the Bible. The writer of this scripture is a man by the name of Luke. Who is Luke? Luke is the one that is a gospel writer. He's the one that wrote the Gospel of Luke. Now, when we look at the career of Luke, he was a doctor. Now, what fascinates my mind is that how he is a doctor writing about the greatest doctor of all time, and his name is Jesus Christ. So, Luke is here writing, and now he's here at the Book of Acts. Many theologians will consider the Book of Acts a fifth gospel. Some would call it the Acts of the Apostles because the apostles are the ones that continued the ministry after Jesus went
1: to heaven.
0: So here we are in Acts. We realize that Jesus, after being buried, dead, and and got up on that early Sunday morning, he began to give them some instruction. When we come to Acts chapter one, verse eight, he says, but you shall receive power on, you receive power, and you shall be my witnesses to Judah, Judea, and all of Samaria. We'll have some Bible readers. Then we understand that in Acts chapter two, we celebrated last last week's Sunday on Pentecost Sunday. Because the Holy Ghost began to come in the room. I'm glad for the Holy Ghost. I know many people have degrees and many people have so many intellectual things. But the reason why I'm standing here today is because of the Holy Ghost. Now after the Holy Ghost began to fall, there was fire that began to fall, and there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind, and then Peter began to preach, and after he began to preach, 3,000 souls were saved. It amazes me how Peter preached one sermon, but yet... 3,000 souls were saved. Now, we live in a time where we hear 3,000 sermons, but even can't even save one soul. I'm understanding that Peter was talking about Jesus, and he talked about the Holy Ghost. The reason why we see shootings going on is because we don't think about the Holy Ghost. We need to pray in the Holy Ghost. We understand with the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that protects us. It's the Holy Ghost that gives us wisdom. Amen. So then after He begins, the 3,000 souls were saved, the church begins to grow. Now here we are in Acts chapter 3. We hear two names, Peter, John. Now when we look at those two names, Peter is the one who denied him, but yet he was the one called to feed the sheep. Jesus asked him, do you love me? He said, yes. He says, do you love me? He said, feed my sheep. Peter begins to preach and feed the flock. And then John is the one who's the writer of the gospel of John, the beloved disciple. So we see two men who walked with Jesus. They ate with Jesus. They saw Jesus heal the sick. They saw Jesus raise the dead. They saw Jesus turn two loaves of five things and turn and fed the five thousand. They witnessed what Jesus did. So surely, as they were going to the temple, they knew that Jesus is able to pick himself out of the grave and surely he can heal someone. So they go to the temple at the hour of prayer. If we can make it even simpler, Peter and John was going to prayer meeting. They began to go and pray in the temple. We know that as we study this Biblically, they were three times to pray morning, noon, and evening. They came at the evening to pray. The question I have is have you taken time to pray? Have you taken time to say, I need to thank the Lord and spend time with Him"? Not just praying when your food comes at yeah. Cheesecake Factory, but praying when you know they see your Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Remember before you go grab your cup of coffee, before you answer that email, did you take the time to pray? So they're at this place praying, and they see a certain man lame and his illness. Every day this man is here begging and begging, and he's looking for a temporary
1: solution.
0: Uh-huh. Peter and John see this man at the gate called beautiful. Right. Now what is very interesting is that even though they're at the gate, called beautiful, this man is in an ugly situation. He's sitting in a place where he has to beg. Every single day, he's crying and looking for some help. It amazes me how people come all the time looking for help, but yet no one wants to
1: help them.
0: We see people all the time trying to find a solution, but yet no one wants to take the time to help them. It's even sad to even say sometimes church people can't help other people. We come dressed up looking all nice, but yet we don't want to be nice to someone. We have to be very careful. People who want to speak in tongues but don't want to speak to their neighbor. We have to be very careful trying to look nice, but yet there's some evil on the inside. I remember I was talking to someone and he said how we come to church and sometimes we see some dressed up devils or Uh we see some dressed down devils, but even as you try to help make sure you take the time to help someone in need this man is here at the temple looking around for something this man is stuck in a place of being lame from birth. We don't know who this man's name is. All we know is his illness and his problem. Have you ever noticed that people label people as a problem and not a person? Have you ever noticed that people are having, their, they're just stuck to the thing that people label them as? But I realize that even though you try to label me, you cannot limit me. So he's here asking for Peter and John for elms. He's asking them for money. You see, when people are begging, that means they are desperate. When someone is in a desperate place, they have no other choice. This man is helpless, but I noticed that we don't hear about a home, so he's also. Homeless. He's also hopeless. So he's hopeless, homeless, and helpless. Have you seen people like that? They were so broken that they see no solution. They've been so stuck in their place that they don't know what's next to do. And Peter and John see this man here. Now you have to be careful how you look at it. Because sometimes we look at people in disgust and we look at people and we look down upon them. But what I love about God is that no matter how down I am, He looks at me with compassion. The question I have is, do you have? Compassion—you have compassion for those who may not have everything together. You see, but I love that God always sends me what I need. God knew that I was broken and paralyzed, but He did not try to give me money. But He sent two people, Peter and John. Aren't you glad this morning that God sent two people come over to help you in need? You see, but well, right here we understand that this man. Is by himself Uh Have you ever went through a moment Where you've been by yourself Friends are not there To help you Family seem as though they're not there But you're all alone But the good news is that God Sends those who can Help you Peter and John It says look at us Now I want to park right there, parenthetically, because sometimes we're so easy to look down at our own situation. But sometimes we have to look up. Why do we have to look up? Because the scripture says, I will look. To the hills uh, Which cometh my help All of my help comes From the Lord When I look up I know that there's a situation That can change When I look up God knows That he looks at me And he knows that there is help on the way He says look At us He gave them His attention And he was expecting something From them Now, this man was expecting money, because he thought money was able to fix it. But then we see that Jesus, he says, when Peter says, silver and gold have I none. Now, some people would say that Peter said this because he was broke, but I believe that Peter, the one that walked with Jesus and talked with Jesus and spent time with Jesus, he knew that he needed something greater than silver and gold. He said, silver and gold, I do not Have, but he said, In the name of Jesus Christ, we can't just say that lightly, we have to stop right there. Peter knew that he had something greater than silver and gold, Uh, he knew that this man needed something more than money because if he got money, he would still be paralyzed. But he said, In the name of Jesus. Huh? I get excited about that because yes my life is going one way but when I hear about the name of
1: Jesus huh, there's
0: something about that name. Is there someone here that says I love the name of Jesus huh? and then he says silver and gold have I none. But then he says such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right up and walk. I get happy about that because yes, I was down in my situation. I was messed up. I was paralyzed. But when I heard about the name of Jesus, uh, I knew my situation was going to change. Is there anybody here that says, Lord, I know I'm messed up. Lord, I know I'm in my situation. But when I heard about your name. I knew that your name was going to change my situation. Yes, I was going through something right now, but when I hear the name of Jesus, I know that the name can change things around. I I'm excited, because it said immediately, everyone say immediately, his feet and his ankles receive strength. I don't know how weak you are, but when Jesus
1: picks you up, strength will come to your body. When Jesus picks you up, he touches your mind. When Jesus picks you up, he heals your body. Is there a witness in the house It says, Lord, I thank you for healing Fala, Thank you strength, he begins to praise
0: and leap. You see, is there a praise in the house? And if someone says, I'm not
1: ashamed, I'm going to praise the Lord. You see, no matter what's going on, he deserves the praise. A message, give him a hand, please. Yes. He gave us all in all, he came from his heart. He was pleasing God, and the Holy Spirit was using him, and that's what it's all about. Let the Holy Spirit use you at this time. we are gonna open up the doors to the church. Yes.